Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, and delighted that you've been able to tune in to today's podcast. Now, normally we will have the news, but actually it's been very, very quiet weekend in terms of news that would affect uh, expats here in Thailand. And as I have also said, we'll always bring you kind of a different show one time per week, and this is that show. So what we're going to discuss today is working in Thailand and kind of the top jobs that would attract foreigners here to Thailand, uh, roughly how much you'd make in this occupation and what you really need to do to be able to work legally here in the country. Now, Thailand is a popular destination for expats seeking new opportunities and experiences here in Thailand. With its rich culture, tropical climate and low cost of living, it's an attractive option for many. However, working in a foreign country and Thailand can be a challenging experience and it's important to be well informed before making the move here. Now, what we're going to do is discuss in this show and we'll provide kind of an overview of the job market, working conditions and the process of finding work here in Thailand. So Thailand has a thriving job market with opportunities available in a range of industries, including tourism, manufacture, IT and and other such things. The service sector is the largest employer, followed by the industrial sector. The country's strong economy and growing middle class have also created demand for professionals in finance, technology and other high skilled jobs. Now, working conditions in Thailand are generally quite good, but they can vary depending on the industry and, of course, the employer. Most workplaces follow a standard eight-hour workday, and overtime is common. So generally, eight hours per day, you work nine hours, eight hours per day, there's an hour lunch break given in there over the course of the day. And then, of course, overtime, a lot of places have overtime, but in Thailand, it's it's worth remembering that you can work only a maximum of 36 hours overtime per, per day or per week, and that is by law. Employees are entitled to a minimum of six days holidays and 13 public holidays. So a total of 19 days total vacation per year. Uh, And the law requires employers to provide social security coverage and health insurance for their employees. The health insurance is normally coupled with the social security and that comes from the government. And you receive a little card and allow you to access to uh, various types of uh, public hospitals here in the country. Now, wages in Thailand are obviously low compared to many Western countries, but of course that would depend on the industry that you're getting into. This is also offset by the kind of the lower cost of living for many expats living here in Thailand. Now, the minimum wage in Thailand for a, a local, let's say, is somewhere between 300 to 356 baht, depending on the province that you live in. Each province has uh, various different minimum wages per day. For example, Phuket is 356 Thai baht, I think, along with Bangkok and Chonburi, I think. Not 100% sure, but definitely Phuket and Bangkok are 356. Obviously, professional positions in high-skilled industries can command much, much higher wages. The process of finding work in Thailand can vary depending on your individual skill and experience. For those with professional skills and qualifications, job searching can often be uh, done from abroad using online job boards or professional networks. Networks with expatriate communities in Thailand and reaching out to potential employers directly can also be a very effective strategy. So um, a lot of people here in Thailand, if you're working in Thailand, obviously there's job boards here and there's um, websites advertising various jobs. Uh, and, and a lot of time they're very direct in these jobs. They'll say Thai national only. They'll say expats welcome. You know, so it, the, the job postings can are very specific. And that's just the way it is here. It's not illegal in Thailand to specify that we only want a Thai for this job or we would like an expat for this job. So in Thailand, that's perfectly allowed. Also, uh, it's worth 
another very good source for looking for jobs is LinkedIn here in Thailand. A lot of people use it, and there's a lot of companies who advertise their jobs here in Thailand on LinkedIn. So that's also another uh, place to have a look. Work visas are required for all foreign workers in Thailand and the process of obtaining a visa can be a little complex and to get a work visa you're going to need a work permit and of course you have to have a work permit to be able to legally work here. Now your work permit, I think they've gotten rid of the work permit now and they have a digital version but some places still giving out the blue work permit book. The work permit is very important as I said. It stipulates basically your place of employment, what you're employed as. It uh, says what you can and can't do basically. And yeah, this is very important. Now, it's also another thing. Discuss about work permits and your non-B visa, which is what you need to be able to legally work here. Generally, how it works is if, for example, you're still living outside of Thailand and you're looking for a job and you get a job offering, what they will do is they'll process your paperwork here in Thailand, send it to you so that you can apply for your non-B visa from your local Thai embassy of whatever part of the world you would be. To do that, they file the the necessary paperwork with the labor office and then they give you a WP, I think it's WP3 or WP4 form. And this is just a work auth. This means you've been approved in principle to work and it would allow you to get the non-B visa in the country. Now, people who come to Thailand and they were already here but don't have a job, it's pretty much the same process, but then you'll need to travel outside of Thailand, what we call a visa run. And here in Thailand, most a lot of people go to Penang in Malaysia uh, because the Thai consulate there is there, and they will take, obviously, the company documents. The company should know what documents are needed. You submit them all and you'll get your non-B visa, and then you can come back uh, to Thailand again, and you can you'll get your work permit after that, and you'll be able to start work. Normally, you should have your work permit and non-B visa before you start work. But it's not uncommon in Thailand for companies to have people work illegally during a probation period because they don't want to, you know, pay this fee or whatever. Also, any company worth its weight in gold who's employing you as a foreigner should be paying for your work permit and your visa expenses. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, the visa run itself, but they should be at least paying for the cost of the work permit, the the, the associated fees, and the cost of the non-B visa, so the fee that you would have to pay the embassy when you go down there to get your non-B visa. Any business, if a business starts saying to you, oh no, we don't pay that, you have to pay that, my advice to you is run, unless you're desperate for a job, because they don't value you already. And they're already kind of taking the piss out of you a bit, if if you kind of understand what I mean. It is common practice for that to be paid by the employer. They're advertising a job. They want a foreigner to come work for them. Then they have to kind of pay the expense expenses related to having that foreigner. But sometimes, of course, we do all know that people just need a job. They want to make some money. And in order to do it, they'll pay the fee because they think, well, all right, it's my foot in the door. I don't want to cause any problems. But again, as I say, any good company is paying that for you. And many will actually pay for your visa run as well, okay, and pay for all the fees related to that. So that's just worth bearing in mind. Now, what are the top jobs that foreigners are, you know, working at in here? So, of course, you're going to know the first one. The first one you're going to say, absolutely, it's it's teaching, Kieran. And yes, it is teaching, probably the number one job amongst expats coming to Thailand at the moment. And it's easily the most popular 
occupation here. They've become increasingly competitive, however, during the pandemic due to many schools making cutbacks. However, there is still strong demand for teachers in the many international schools and English language teaching programs. Now, I have a website I like to keep an eye on is ajarn.com, and this is where you will find a lot of teaching jobs advertised. And it's always worth uh, browsing this if you're looking for jobs. They advertise private schools, uh, international schools, universities, uh, Thai schools, whatever it may be. So yes, you can always find jobs on that. To work in an international school, you will need to have a teaching degree in the subject they offer and be able to teach in their chosen language of instruction. Normally, it's English. Not to mention uh, the pay in these schools is often quite good, though the work may be challenging. You can also teach English as a private tutor at a tuition centre or through cultural organisations. For this, you'll likely need a native speaker and have a degree. You'll also be required to have certificates such as TESOL or TEFL. Uh, even novice teachers can end up earning more than seasoned locals. While this is not a field with much room for career growth, opportunities are plentiful and diverse, and it's a profession that is well respected by Thais. Yes, when I first moved to Thailand, I worked as an English teacher, tutor, in a private language school in Phuket, about six months or so. The pay was different. Um, it really depended on what you were doing. When I first started, I was doing private classes. I was getting about 500 baht per hour uh, to teach in this school. And that was okay. I mean, I just come to Thailand. I, I really had, hadn't really envisioned that I needed to work at the beginning, but I, I did it because, you know, I had this discuss with other somebody and it was a good opportunity at the time and then I ended up going to work in uh, some Thai schools still underneath the umbrella of the language school so I was basically being outsourced to them and yeah I made the money was okay it wasn't great it was enough to pay you know your your day-to-day -day expenses and your rent each month and, and it was fine uh, but what I actually did find out was that the school that I worked with were making a fortune of money out of me and give me only a little bit so that's the problem with these kind of um, language schools around various parts of Phuket and all uh, aspects of Thailand you know you're kind of you're kind of there's a middleman there taking large chunks of what you really could get from them if you went direct but of course then they're the one who introduced you to this school and uh, this job so yeah it's a bit it's a bit scammy to be honest with you if if you want to know my my true opinion on it all. I was on for example Ajarn just today and I saw an interesting job. Just to give you an idea of the salary the the benefits. So this was a job at Denle Trilingual School in Bangkok and it's advertised at at least 80,000 baht. Now that's about 2300 dollars, 2200 euro or nearly just shy of 2000 pounds a month. So Basically, this is the advertisement. So we're looking for four motivated preschool teachers. They must be female, a qualified teacher with a BA in education or a graduation in an education qualification that took at least one year of full-time study, a native English speaker, an experienced teacher, a dynamic teacher, and it goes on, a team player. But the benefits we offer, a monthly salary between 70 and 90,000 baht per month, depending on education and experience. A 10,000 baht per month housing allowance. Thus, total package between 80 to 100,000. Gratuity of one month salary per year of service payable at the end of the contract. Annual economy class flight allowance up to 50,000 per year. Professional development fund up to 30,000 baht per year. Health insurance, paid holidays, nine weeks per year. So that's just an average, that's a job I just saw on ajarn.com, one of the first top ones at the top of the page. I mean, if, all right, it's in Bangkok. Bangkok is going to be a little expensive, but not more expensive really than, let's say, Phuket. Could you live on that? 
80,000 the various things of course you could absolutely you know you probably you could have you could have a nice st- standard of life and that kind of money so that's just an idea of what I see another one here for um, primary school teachers and they're offering it also says in Bangkok 55,000 per month five to six weeks paid holidays per year visa and work permit permit provided an annual salary increase and various other things. So teaching in various schools in Thailand can be quite profitable. Now, actually, at the moment, there seems to be a lack of teachers here in Thailand, a lot to do with the pandemic and whatnot, and a lot went home and never came back. And, and then they were off put by the, you know, the rules and regulations to enter the country, of course. Uh, so, yeah, there is a lot of job opportunities. And as I'm looking at the jobs board here, there is a, I'll say it, a shitload of jobs for people here with good salaries, good money available to people. So anyway, that's a profession. That's why people have always been drawn to coming to Thailand. Now, I wouldn't make it as your long term career, but certainly something worth looking into. Now, another one that's very popular with expats is diving instructor. Now, while the tourism sector is still, you know, not where it is due to the effects of the pandemic, uh, there are still efforts being made to attract travellers to the many popular dive sites around the kingdom. For those that love to work outdoors, a career as a scuba diving instructor can be a great option, guys. The earnings can be quite good, especially during peak tourist seasons, and they're based on a percentage of group fees. This is, uh, there is great flexibility in choosing where to find employment as Thailand has an extensive shoreline thanks to its 1400 islands that can be found in both the Andaman and the Gulf of Thailand. Now you can also train up to be a dive master certification in a matter of months and at a cost of a few thousand dollars before you start earning money. It's an appealing career for a lot of people and I was trying to figure out roughly the, the salaries and it can be anywhere really. Between 30 and 40,000 baht per month. I, I saw jobs offered up to 70, 80, 100,000 baht per month. So, I mean, there's no real ceiling on the amount of money that can be made as a dive instructor here in Thailand. So, I mean, if you get your qualifications and whatnot, um, there's no reason why Thailand can't be that for you. But again, it's in the hotel industry, the hospitality industry is kind of tied to tourism. And We've seen when a pandemic happens that these kind of businesses are the very first to go out of business. Always worth bearing that in mind. Now, another thing, freelance writer, blogger. Freelance work is a great option for those who like to have the great flexibility in choosing where to work and when. Many people work online writing uh, jobs from Thailand through such platforms as Upwork and Fiverr. You can write articles, academic papers or marketing content. You can even uh, make a living as a blogger, focusing on such interests as travel, food, or fashion. You can write for your own blog or even for magazines, making money from advertising on your site or paid content. Now, I'm not sure how much money, very hard to get any kind of figure on how much money you would make doing that. But there seems to be popular expat sites out there that are doing it. And obviously, you know, there are people who are more successful at doing, people like Richard Barrow or Mark Weens is another guy who has a very good website. Obviously, he does videos and everything. He's made a real career out of, you know, his own kind of personality and his writing. And there's a lot of expats who have and and will continue to do so. So if you have a skill in writing, you know, you're a skill with language, it's certainly worth doing. But it's going to take a while. There's certainly no uh, instant money, instant cash. It's going to take years to build up kind of like a portfolio and whatnot. So, but obviously worth taking in, you know, in mind. Now, another one which is very popular with expats is hospitality. Now, the hospitality industry is fairly diverse and well-developed here in Thailand. There are many opportunities for expats that have the experience, but it's in managerial positions as guest relations staff, 
entertainers, entertainers or chefs. Some niches like tour guides are however reserved for local ties. With tourists coming from all over the world, the industry have plenty of room for those that can speak their language and offer them a cultural experience they are familiar with. So the more languages you speak and the more related work experience you have, the better positioned you are better positioned you are to find a job so you're talking about hotels resorts restaurants um they're just a a few of the different things and even tour companies right actual tour companies itself so where do we begin on salary ranges uh, for various places so let's start off first with what you can and can't do in the hospitality industry but you can in some way in general an expat could not work as a waiter in a restaurant normally that's not allowed or a bartender. Normally they should work in a managerial position, but I have also seen supervisory positions in hotels where expats have been working. It's, yeah, it's a little bit of a gray area there. It really all depends on how good of a relationship your employer has with the labor office and how good they are at writing work descriptions. I think that's the best way to kind of phrase all that. Now, What kind of jobs are there in, let's say, hospitality industry for expats? Well, first we're talking about hotel managers, resort managers, general managers of hotels. Three, four, five-star hotels. But generally, let's say four, five-star hotels uh, that are in tourist areas that have a lot of, let's say, expats and whatnot, you know, staying out expats, but they have a lot of tourists from abroad staying at their hotels. Hotel owners here generally like to have an expat as the kind of the go-to guy because they speak their language and they 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 kind of know the guests that they're dealing with. So yes, this is uh, one area where they certainly uh, a job can be found. So what kind of salary are we talking about? It really greatly depends. It depends on whether it's a Thai employer or an international employer, branded hotel, not branded hotel. But general manager of a hotel, you're talking at least starting off 100,000. And the ceiling for that, to 300,000. It can be anywhere in between this. It, it really can. The scope of the job, who you're working for, the brand you're working for, it really is very dependent on that. But that's the kind of salary you're looking at. Guest relation managers in hotels. Generally, these people are people who have a hotel background and also can speak a number of languages. So, you know, if you're you're employing somebody in a hotel as guest relation manager, you want them at least to have English, German, maybe, you know, English and another language. Um, and, and that is very important in hotels, especially where you have a lot of international guests. And obviously you want a guest relation manager that will appeal to the majority kind of of the nationality of the people that you have staying there. That kind of job, you're starting somewhere around 40,000 baht upwards. Okay, it really depends. And it depends on the person, their skill, uh, the kind of jobs that you would have them doing again. But 40, 45 upwards. Head chef in a hotel. Now, this is another one. It's a bit like the the GM hotel manager salary. It really is dependent on the kind of hotel, the standard that you're working at, anything. It can be start off 60, 70, up. There's no real limit, a couple of hundred thousand a month. Now, head chefs can make very good money. If you're skilled, have a reputation, you know, um, you can go a long way here in Thailand as a chef. The chefs that I've met here, I've met some good chefs. I've also met some real bluffers as well along the way here in Thailand. But you get a bit of both as well. And those kind of jobs are really what expats kind of move into. Obviously also working for tour companies, but maybe in more managerial positions. 
Okay, because in essence, you can't be a tour guide here. Now, I've seen companies get around this by having, let's say, a person from, let's throw it out there, China, Chinese person on the trip, but with a Thai person, but the Chinese person is the one doing all the talking. And it's a little bit very, not a great, it's not great at all. It's illegal, right? And it shouldn't be happening. There's plenty of Thai people here who can speak fluent Chinese that are looking for work. So there is some countries or some companies that are still doing this. But nevertheless, the hospitality industry has been a huge, huge employer of expats here in Thailand before the pandemic and now after. So, you know, if you're skilled in hotel industry, you like the general atmosphere of maybe beach resorts or city resorts. I mean, it's completely, there's so much options here. It's certainly a place to consider, but not just Thailand, by the way, Southeast Asia, anywhere there very great opportunities in hospitality and finally um acting and modeling now i've seen this has been growing here in thailand right so thailand has a growing movie industry that is offering exciting opportunities for expats it's becoming an increasingly popular destination for production companies from other parts of asia africa and the west due to its lower costs beautiful settings and uh, modern facilities while local talent is abundant many production companies require the inclusion of other ethnicities that can make for a good payday for the right expat the business is uh, is however highly competitive so it can be tough to secure work as an actor or a model the pay is typically based on work done so income will be fairly sporadic guys however if you have the right look and partner with a good agency you can make a good living here earnings can widely vary however the earnings of an extra can easily outstart that of a language teacher so there's an interesting fact in relation to it but i do see a lot of advertising for models here in thailand but i'm not really sure what the working conditions are like here in thailand and I think somewhat I'd be a little concerned about maybe the treatment of models here in Thailand. I just don't know. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. What do you think? But that's kind of my take on kind of the top five jobs for expats here in Thailand. Now, if you're an expat living here in Thailand, do you fall into any of those five? And if so, which ones? Or if you don't, what other opportunities do you see for expats working here in Thailand? Obviously, there's other things like starting your own business and stuff like that, but that's for a different kind of podcast. Today, we're just talking about you know, the top five kind of jobs, industries that you can go into here. And obviously, I, I, I haven't entered in uh, IT, you know, information technology and other things like that, which are, you know, up and coming as well. But I'd love to know your thoughts about it all. Do you find the salaries kind of like similar to your own country? Are you surprised by the salaries and, and how much people earn here? I'd love to know your opinions as always down below in the comment section. And yes, guys, thanks yet again for tuning in. Don't forget to hit a like there, subscribe and do share if you get a chance. And we'll see you during the week with another news podcast.